If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. It's super useful. For example, you might look at your site and realize that you're ranking for a venue that you shot at once that you didn't really think twice about, but no one else is ranking for. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021, and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a place for photographers who want to earn money with photography and live a better life. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since going full-time in 2010, photography has brought me more freedom, income, and opportunities than I ever imagined. It's been so positive for me that I want to show you everything I know. You'll learn more than just businessy things, though, including my favorite ways to be mindful and happier on this journey. You're tuned in to the Photo Business Help Podcast. My name is Natalie Jennings. I hope this finds you well. If you've been listening for a while, then you probably noticed I've started to invite more and more photographers onto the show so that they could share their stories with you so that you on your photo journey can connect with other photographers and maybe not feel so alone on the journey. I know that for me personally, there were a lot of, there still are a lot of like ups and downs, especially when you're an entrepreneur. And I think, I think it's really helpful just to be able to hear that other people go through a lot of the same stuff, whether it's up and down finances or just imposter syndrome, maybe just feeling like they don't know how to grow their business the right way. So part of inviting other folks onto the show is that I want to offer little mini sort of workshops for you. If you look back through the episodes, you'll find little mini workshops on SEO, on wedding photography for beginners, if you're delving into that. Food photography is another one that we've talked about. So there's a lot of little mini workshops that I've done on the show. And I decided to bring two past guests, Becca Dilly and William Bay, on to collaborate on an SEO mini workshop for the next two episodes. So this is a two-parter. Becca and William are going to dig into SEO from two sort of different perspectives. And the intention here is that this is for folks that are, you know, new in business their first few years. They've got stuff sort of sorted out in terms of a website, but but not really all that knowledgeable in the SEO area. So this is perfect for anybody in that boat or anyone that's been in business a while and just wants to sharpen up maybe what they're doing on the back end of blogging and caring for uh, 
your website. So William's approach is a lot more technical, while Becca's approach is about the intention that you're setting when you set out to create content. So both of these approaches combine to really help create some stellar SEO practices. So this is a two-part episode. This is part two. If you missed part one, definitely head back and catch that one first. We're back with Becca and William. If you guys want to introduce yourselves again quickly today, we're we're finishing up part two of a, a two-part conversation on SEO. So if you missed the first one, go back and listen to that. And today we're going to talk about Becca and William are going to each offer up a couple of things that you should be doing if you're new to this, even if you're not new to it, just a couple of basic things that you should be doing to make sure that your SEO is healthy. So William, introduce yourself and uh, we'll get rolling. Yes, I'm William Bay. I uh, run uh, Font Sites, which is uh, online templated uh, templated, uh, sites for photographers. And I run a course called Get Noticed with Font Sites, which is uh, all the SEO basics that you need. Perfect. Becca. And I'm Becca Dilly. I'm a wedding photographer in Minneapolis, and I do SEO mentoring um, one-on-one with small businesses looking to improve their SEO. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to start with you, Becca, this time. What are, and again, actually, if you didn't listen to part one, go back and do that because you'll get a nice overview on kind of what SEO is and sort of what William and Becca do respectively. They have different approaches to this. So we're going to talk a little bit more about intention behind the content you're creating. So Becca, what are a couple things people should be doing if they're not doing? Well, I think here's one super tangible one and one that's a little bit longer. So one really tangible one is when you are writing content, listen to part one because I had a lot to say about that. But when you're writing content, put captions on your photos, which I know seems like so minutia, um, and it is, but it adds to your word count. Uh, it, It gives context to the photos, which gives your photos to rank better. It breaks up your text from a user usability and an SEO. It's like this beautiful thing. It's very underutilized. So do that. The second is I really like Uber Suggest. So there's a lot of different ways you can track your rankings and William will probably have a lot more to say about that because I've I've uh, mostly stopped looking at my Google Analytics. Don't tell William um, he's on the call with us. But I now really like Uber Suggest. Uber Suggest is a free tool you can use. It lets you track for free, like the, I think the last three months uh, in a certain amount of content, you can also uh, register or whatever. But it's great at figuring out what you're actually ranking for, what the actual terms are that people are coming to your site for and what pages those are. But then you can click on those terms and see what else is ranking for those. So in terms of finding other content or how to tweak your content, it's super useful. For example, you might look at your site and realize that you're ranking for a venue that you shot at once that you didn't really think twice about, but no one else is ranking for. Or that, you know, like, it just, there's no one else writing about it. And you, if you beef up that page and make that more usable, you can really increase your um, ranking for that. And it might not be a ton of traffic, but it'll be really niche traffic that is looking for that information. Likewise, you might find that you're you're ranking really well for something, you know, for like a styled shoot you did last year that you aren't crazy about. And maybe you want to not beef up that page. Maybe you want to redirect it or figure out a tweak on that content that's more relevant to what you're doing now. Um, If you're ranking for old old portraits that aren't really in the style you're doing. Maybe you want to update those pages or redirect those pages or, or somehow consolidate that content in a way that serves you a little bit better. So Uber Suggest is just fun to, I mean, fun for me, but fun to like poke around and see how you're doing and what other people are doing to rank for things. So you can, you can, it's great for just coming up with suggestions. 
Yeah, and I've used it before too. I'm going to link to that in the show notes, but it is a great tool. So, and it's fascinating, as you said, to sort of see what's happening, you know, and it can be a little bit surprising. So thanks for that. And William, what are what are a couple of things kind of maybe on the, the more, you know, technical side that that are accessible to people that are new to this? Yeah, um, so I get a couple couple for you here. So uh, the first is making sure that you have your SSL certificate installed. This is a you know it's on the technical side. It's um, if you look up in your you know the browser address if you type in your website and depending on the you know browser you're using Chrome or uh, Firefox or whatever you might see a little lock icon next to your uh, your URL or or a little uh, green you know, check mark or something like that. Uh, what you want to make sure is that there's an SSL certificate that that lock is in place that, that does two things. One, Google uh, has been uh, on this kind of a bit of a tear over the last few years to secure the web, essentially. And what that does is, is a number of things. It secures your forms, any like contact form or any kind of form that you have on your website, ensuring that that data can't be breached when you, when someone submits it, when a user submits their, their, that, that, even if it's just their way, their, their name and, you know, like, Hey, I want you to shoot my wedding. Even if it's just that, that form data can be sniped from your site when they click uh, submit. So having an SSL certificate there kind of creates a little tunnel that allows it people can't snipe that information, right? So it secures it that way. And what Google's doing is it's, again, 200 plus different ranking factors. There's a ranking factor that provides a little bit more weight for sites with SSL certificates. So your sites will rank, tend to rank higher than sites that don't have SSL certificates. Again, it's a small ranking factor amongst 200 different ranking factors, but it's one of those things that, you know, continues to add up. And you're also keeping your clients safer as well, you're, so, yeah, especially if you're collecting payments. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So that's great. And then on top of that, there's another benefit. It uh, Depending on where you're hosting your website, it can make your site faster. How using SSL allows uh, what's called multi-threading. This is, again, getting really deep technical, but it allows multi-threading, which means that, you know, your images, your, your the everything that's on your website can download into the person's browser faster. So you get instead of like 10 seconds, you know, to download a blog post, it might take two seconds to download a blog post for a user, right? And that creates a better user experience. That's great. In the end game, Google's trying to give people good user experiences when they go to a site that Google suggested. Sure. Um, and then another, te- well, sort of technical, I think uh, a lot of people tend to focus, you know, only on their website's SEO, but one of the things that becomes a little bit easier to be found for early on, especially, you know, we talked about how, you know, baby wedding photographers, you know, in that first year or two, that SEO domain authority, that, 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 that authority is not quite there yet, right? I find that focusing on local SEO with the Google My Business, that really kind of leverages what you can do in your local area. And that's kind of where you want to, you know, like the, I think the, uh, the, that common phrase is own your, you know, own your zip code, right? Like getting started, own your zip code, own the area around you. When people do searches in, you know, uh, on Google, those Google local re- results pop up um, higher than the organic results normally, right? 
I think we can wrap up from there. You know, owning your zip code, making sure you have an SSL certificate, Uber suggests, which is what Becca suggested for checking out like how things are going with the pages in your website and what people are searching for, you know, having intention behind the content you're creating, all of those things are great suggestions for people getting started. And just one more time before we we head out here, I just want you guys to let people know where they can find you or get help from you if they're really serious about improving their SEO. So William, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, at William Bay on Twitter. And uh, you can find my uh, SEO course at getnoticed.flauntsites.com and the templated websites that we have for photographers at uh, flauntsites.com. Beautiful. Becca? And I am everywhere at Becca Dilly, B-E-C-C-A-D-I-L-L-E-Y. And my website has information about my SEO mentoring courses. Awesome. And again, all of that will be in the notes. But this has been really valuable. If you didn't hear the first episode, go back and check that out. This is a two-part sort of mini SEO workshop for people that are just getting started. And please look up William and Becca if you need more help with this, because this was just a very brief kind of overview. But you know who you are if you're struggling with this stuff. And these guys are fantastic resources. So thank you for listening. I will be back as always every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes. I hope you enjoyed this episode with William and Becca. If you're looking for additional help, not just with SEO, but with things in your photo business, there are a lot of awesome resources at photobizhelp.com. You'll find everything from our signature coaching program, Photosynthesis, to building your list if you're kind of confused about how to build an email list. There's lots of resources and downloads and all kinds of free stuff there. So head to photobizhelp.com if you're looking for more resources and more help. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021 and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.